You're listening to the Glow Radio Podcast. I'm Jacqueline, a spiritual baddie and astrology nerd. You can expect raw and unfiltered conversations around trauma healing, relationships, astrology, health, and career. I'm here to share my resources so that you can truly turn your dreams into a reality. Hello, everyone. Today, I have an extremely exciting guest with me, my best friend and roommate, Clara, who also used to be a previous co-host on this podcast, if you guys are OG followers. So today is going to be very, very exciting. And she's literally transformed so much since I met her. And today, we're going to talk all about her transformation journey, her healing journey, like, I just want to say a story first here. <laughs> when I first met her, I remember I told you this already because I met her when I was still a personal trainer and we were both at the gym and I remember we were just sitting in the office and both of our backs were turned towards each other and I thought like she just like really didn't like me. But now look at us. We are living together. So what a transformation. Welcome, Clara. Yay, it's good to be back. Um, yeah, I used to host here, co-host, <laughs> and I always just felt really awkward. I don't know why, but now I'm like used to it now. But my side of the story was Jacqueline was a very noisy, loud, like in your face, cares about you kind of person. And I'm just like, leave me alone. I need to be solitude. Like I was always so closed in. I was yeah. just like, Ugh. and then now she's my best friend. And I'm very grateful for it. Well, so. so first of all, why don't you tell us about what kickstarted your healing journey and when did it start? Holy crap. Okay. So it's always been a bit of a odd question for me when I fully started to heal and dive like really deep into meditations and whatnot that was I want to say 2019 which I believe was the year that we quit our jobs and stuff Mm, yes I believe so okay so so 2019 I was with a friend and we're no longer friends that's a different story but Essentially, we both decided to check out Zenden Meditation Studio. And what happened was we took this class. It was, we, we just wanted to meditate, but we ended up, there was, I swear it was like divine guidance because the only class that was available that day was a Reiki with intuitive guidance course. Mm. And we were like, oh, whatever. Like, I just really want to try it. Let's try it. And then I went there. It was a meditation but the lady there was a Reiki master. So she did Reiki on us while we were meditating. And at the end, we all got to sit in a circle and she would give us an intuitive message. And I never trusted or believed or anything of those like at all whatsoever. And then she was like, you need to release. Like she's like, I felt so much in you. Like that was her like message for me. And I sat there bawling my eyes out in front of everyone. Just like, Oh my God. And that's kind of that one thing that just, I was launched into this two year exploration of my like emotional self that I'm still working on, but it's yeah. What was going through your mind when she was telling you that you need to release? I felt like 
I felt so seen for once in my life. Like, I feel like my whole life, I've always been seeking validation and all that stuff. Like, this is like childhood neglect trauma from my family. I was the only one in my age group. Like, I didn't have cousins that were my age group. My family were always too busy for me. And I think I've never felt seen. And when she... It was like she took her hand and reached deep into my soul and was like, this is what you are. And like that, I just, I just knew at that point, I was like, holy shit, there's things to uncover on like from within me that I didn't even know I had. Oh my goodness. So I, I, I feel like you've been on this long journey of like learning to love yourself more. So what was, what was that like? Like, how have you learned to love yourself? So coming, I'll give you the backstory. I have been someone who cannot love myself. I never wanted to take pictures. I could barely look in the mirror. And that's just the physical. That's the physical part of not loving myself. I didn't love myself on the inside. I was... I definitely had a temper, you know, like I had bad moods. I was a quote unquote bitchy person and I just wasn't friendly. I was always snapping at people and it all comes from like that inherent need to like protect yourself, right? So I feel like because I came from such lack and the lack mindset of like, why does it matter? Nobody loves me anyways and all that stuff that I just... It was, I don't know, I don't even know how to say it. So I'm going to skip right ahead. (laughs) Because of all that like hatred for myself, I knew once I started releasing and letting go and reading all these books like Gabby Bernstein, Louise Hay, they're all about coming from a place of love. You know, A Course in Miracles. Even Dr. J. Diddy, Joe Dispenza that we (laughs) talk about. It's all about healing and it's all about coming from a place of love and I was just like wait but how do I how do I love myself and I didn't even it it was something that just I couldn't wrap my head around how do I love myself and because of Louise Hay's book I swear I only recently truly started to love myself with like zero conditions like three or four months ago when we did that Louise was it no two months ago I don't know with the Louise Hayes book and she said the affirmations I love myself I am worthy of love I am worthy of success I am worthy and that love and worthiness really taught me by saying it and like reprogramming my subconscious it really finally started to make me believe it and it was so gradual that one day I was just like wait I do love myself hey I am gorgeous like oh okay all right life's good again Louise Hay has changed our lives yeah so sometimes I get this question like if you're someone who's trying to change your mindset and trying to love yourself and you're like telling yourself these affirmations but your mind doesn't believe them because you're in such a negative place. So mm-hmm. what advice do you have for these types of people? Start small. Like 
you know, you can't go from hating yourself to loving yourself, but maybe you can start with little things. You could start by saying, I like myself or like I accept myself today. I'm, I'm acceptable. You know, you can start really small because that's kind of how I did it. Like everything for me is a very gradual change. I didn't go one day from can't look at myself in my own eyes in the mirror to looking at my naked body going like, wow, you're a goddess. Like, you know, it, it, I, I guess I would just put it this way. You know, you're wearing your raincoat and stuff. You take your jacket off and you're like, oh, I look good in a sweater. And then you take the sweater off and you're in a t-shirt and you're like, oh, I look good in the t-shirt, you know, and like kind of work your way down to that confidence mm, and I not, like and not like strong arm yourself into believing that you can, I mean, even if it's not your a physical appearance and it's just about making money even same thing for me where I can't go from making ten dollars an hour to going I'm gonna be a millionaire tomorrow it's hard like you're you can't wrap your head around that yeah but if you're like hey you know I attract money and you are just like even if it's just like a hundred dollars you know you start from that ten dollars and then all of a sudden you get a hundred and then you're like oh maybe I'll try five hundred and work your way up from there so I think that's like very important for people who are just in complete disbelief that they can change their lives Hmm. what is like some of the most challenging limiting beliefs that you had like the what were some of the ones that were the hardest to transform oh god I think I still have that where the fear of like I I keep feeling like it's a fear of success for some reason where I self-sabotage or like I'm always on the brink of finding that success even if it's a small success I would like convince myself there are all these things wrong or whatever it is or I'm not perfect enough and I almost feel like maybe that goes back to my worthiness which I'm still working on and that's not feeling having that imposter syndrome having that like why would people want to listen to me like it's just me what do I have to offer and like not believing in your self-worth so I feel like that is one of the really big limiting self-beliefs and I think the second one is like money is hard to make that one's a huge one for me because I hear it from my family all the time like you know oh if you don't if you don't get a degree you can't get a good job if you don't you know oh money's really hard to come by like you have to work so hard just to save like ten dollars or whatever I don't know why I keep going back to ten dollars <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna search up like the it's meaning behind number. ten yeah what is the number ten um but that one I think even for me with um I started reading Tosha Silver's It's Not Your Money, and I love it. And it talks all about how you have to, It's well, it's literally not your money, and the universe provides for you whenever you need. But because I feel like I've seen my mom have to give everything up to, like, support her family and, like, husband who didn't work and all that stuff... In my mind, to me, it's like impossible that money could just show up at your doorstep. And that is a 
strong limiting self-belief that I'm still working through, but I have been seeing like real miracles and money being sent to me. So I, I feel like I'm definitely healing at this point. Yeah, I feel like that is such a tough one, especially in our type of culture, like in the Asian culture. I just remember my parents always saying that money is so hard to earn, but it's so easy to spend. And literally, like, that's the belief <laughs> that they ingrained mm. into your mind. Yeah. So what do you feel like are some of the top tools and resources that have helped your healing? Like three of them. Top, like books websites or anything, like just any anything. sort of healing modality yes top three i'll probably forget that it's three <laughs> <laughs> give me a second the number one thing that has truly helped me were the affirmations louise hayes you can heal your life they should be handing those books out in school for children yes Okay, I swear, I'm going to teach my kids that stuff, like, when you're a kid. Um, because that was, that's the number one thing that really helped me, because it really teaches you how to stop what you're doing. Like, your created patterns from childhood, you know, your traumatic patterns or anything that you have done since you were a kid, that's, like, per well, not permanently ingrained, but, like, it's, it's in there. It's your natural neuro pathway. And by reciting these affirmations, they literally change like your neuro pathway so that you naturally start making other choices that aren't what you've been doing for the same like 30 years of life. Cough me. And that is probably the number one thing that I found has helped me the most. And every time I say it, every time it makes me feel good and I almost see a change I don't want to say immediately but within the next two days something's different and I just keep saying it and I try new ones and that is the number one thing that helps me number two is definitely meditation I think without meditation there wouldn't be me today like I I don't even know like I've meditation has taught me to be really calm it has taught me to look at things from a different perspective and it has taught me that the thoughts going through my mind it, it's not reality they're they're simply thoughts and I can choose to make these thoughts into reality or I can choose to think new ones and that is probably the most valuable lesson I've ever learned that you know even though you're mad at someone it doesn't mean you have to take action towards it. You can step back and be like, hmm, am I really mad at this person or am, are they bringing out a part of me that I'm not agreeing with, you know? So that is my number two. I remember this time, number three. Yay. Number three is journaling. I'm a huge writer. Like I write everything down and journaling has helped me work through shit. And, but not just that though, not just on a negative sense where I'm like clearing emotions or whatever, but it has also helped me organize my thoughts so that I know what I want in my life. And I love looking for journal prompts or like sometimes when you're feeling down and you just need like a boost where you're like, 
what am I doing with my life? And I'll just go and journal. What do I want my life to look like? And then after I write it, I'm like, oh yeah, these were the things that I wanted to do in life. And I'm like, all right, like this is awesome. I love this. So those are my top three healing modalities. Ooh, I love that. What would you say you do now whenever you are having a bad day or if you're feeling anxious? Like what are kind of your steps to bounce back from that? Whenever I'm starting to feel crappy, the number one thing I tell myself is because I have such a perfectionist mindset and I used to beat myself up for not being productive, I I allow myself to do whatever I want that day. It's a write-off. Like, you know, I thankfully am self-employed. So self-employment. So I, I have that luxury where I just say, you know what? Today, I pure intuition, whatever I feel like. And you never know what you're guided to. Sometimes I'll be like, mm, I kind of feel like reading that book. So I drop everything in my schedule. Maybe I'll be called to read a book. And then that book, that one chapter that I like haven't read yet was the chapter that what I needed to heal that day. Um, I definitely make sure that I nourish myself healthy. So before I would always gravitate towards, I'm having a bad day. I'm going to eat shit. I'm going to watch TV. But I still allow myself to do that, but in a more... I'm going to eat all the healthy stuff first. I'll let myself have something bad later. And then instead of TV, I'll be like, okay, let me meditate or read a book or something first. And then I can spend the rest of the day doing whatever I want. It's like finding that balance and not just forcing myself to go into healing mode and like trying to find what emotional trauma is like screwing with me or like what the moon phase is in. (laughs) Like I just really follow my intuition and I usually feel better like the next day. How would you teach someone to listen to their intuition more? Like if someone is not used to that, like they just don't know how to listen to their intuition, what advice do you have for them? That's a really good question because I almost feel like I struggle with that sometimes. And in intuition is funny because sometimes you'll hear You'll have your immediate act, re, um, your immediate response to something, and then you'll also hear a voice that's like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait." But what about? Don't listen to that voice. The wait, wait, wait. You hear that little like almost like a but wait, and it's coming from like a side of your body or brain that's just like, "What about all these things? Like what? Oh no, 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 no. This is your intuition talking. It's not. It's your ego." pretending to be your intuition talking usually my number one rule is go with your gut like your instinct your reaction your like oh my god it's blah blah like most of the time I find that is my intuition and any other voice that tries to reason with me afterwards is like just my ego trying to go like oh but all these things and just trying to sway you so let's say I think just to put it into perspective, let's say when I'm reading a tarot card and I flip the card and I get this instant hit of like emotions. So like, let's say I'll pull out nine of swords. So like, if you haven't seen what that looks like, it looks pretty miserable. I hope my dog doesn't bark. (laughs) It looks really miserable. And it's just like all these swords stabbing into this person. And then like, 
your heart kind of sinks when you first look at it. But because of me and I have this like, you know, optimistic mindset, like maybe it isn't so bad. My brain will start going like, oh no, it's okay. It's, it's not bad. It's a good thing. It's a good card. It's like all these things. But like in t- my intuition is like, no, you, you have some shit you need to work through. Like you, it's not just rainbows and butterflies all the time. So I think that's the best way for me to put that into perspective. I like that. That was a good example. So what are some exciting projects that you are working on right now? My projects right now include my podcast, The Affirmation Healer. So I have divided them up into episodes where sometimes I will just read affirmations to you so you can play them over and over in your whatever you can listen to them to sleep. You can in your car during your day, whatever you want. I just like to be that, you know, um, kind of like permanently ingrained in your head. Or I have episodes where I talk about my personal healing journey or healing modalities that I have tried. And my other project that I'm working on right now is I'm on social media. I want to do more pick a card readings for tarot just to help others which will then kind of open a pathway if anybody wants me to either A, teach them how to read tarot, because I find it so beneficial when you read for yourself, or if they want coaching to, you know, just better learn about their traumas and how to heal, or I forgot the third one, so let's skip that. More on that later. I actually forgot. I had it in my mind. I feel like I need to take notes. My, my brain just doesn't work that way. So where can people find you on social media? People can find me on Instagram. It's Celestial Soul Healer. And on my website is thecelestialsoul.com. And, oh, the podcast. Your podcast. My podcast is on Spotify. It is The Affirmation Healer. I'm pretty sure you can find it on um, Apple Podcasts and on Anchor.fm, which is the hosting site for that. So you can find those on there. Amazing. And we also did an episode on Clara's podcast where she interviewed me about my healing journey so if you guys want to hear that i will link it for you in the description yeah so thank you so much for joining me clara i feel like that was a lot of wisdom that was provided and let me know what you guys think of this episode if you guys haven't yet make sure to go on itunes leave me a review i would love to hear your thoughts thank you so much and we will see you in the next one bye bye Thank you.